so I almost, I, I'm in a pick'em pool in football. Uh-huh. And I picked just like in 10 seconds for this week and ended up getting 12 of the picks right. <laughs> but put a stupid low number for the tiebreaker score on Monday Night Football. And I would have won if Seattle had not kicked a field goal as time expired in the first half. The Bears gave up like 20 yards in the last eight seconds or something, and and Seattle was able to kick a 56-yard field goal. And if they had not kicked that field goal, I would have still won on points. Or if you had not picked a stupid line. Howdy, it's Tuesday, September 18th, and this is episode 81 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Ready to hear about your trip report that you went with your family. I have yeah. I have no the importance of 1981. I was in the middle of looking it up and then got distracted <laughs> by actual job stuff. And uh, You're going to get yelled at in the facebook group again and then i'm gonna have to do all of your work did tropicana tropicana open in 1981 yeah that sounds right i think crop was 81 let's just claim that even if it's totally wrong (laughs) i i do want to say that trop was probably 81 the tropicana casino opened in 1981 with no proof i actually have not actually looked that up but we're (laughs) let's just just say world it was trop world later yeah that was a late name change their attempt to be family Mm. friendly that flopped miserably I did not get you a Trap World shirt, right? No. No, it's Bally's like Harris Bally's. Harry, um, Harry, Harris Bally's and Bally, Bally's Park Place and Bally's Grand. Oh, Bally's Grand, yes. Right, which was one the location of the, of the Golden Nugget slash... One of the 800 names that that casino has yeah, had. Yeah, previous had a lot. The Atlantic Club, Hilton yes. location, not the current Golden Nugget location. Very important to clarify. ACH. Yes. Many names. Yeah. I mean, it had like three names since I started going, so. <laughs> Was it the Hilton when you started? I think it had just switched to the ACH. Mm-hmm. That was very, the ACH was short-lived. Yes, extremely, because they right. switched it to Atlantic Club. ACH was like bad name, just like the LVH was bad name. Yeah, ACH and LVH, man memories that's where i stayed the first either two or three times i went to vegas was the las vegas holton later known as the lvh previously known as the intercontinental uh yep good talk yeah good times it's in uh it's in one of the james bond movies i don't remember which one yeah but the one that's in vegas yep (laughs) diamonds are mm, i don't remember we're full of right. just, like, guessing on things that we don't actually know about. I can confirm the Tropicana opened in 1981, though. That is 1921. November of 1981, Tropicana opened. So now any you know. Any other casinos in AC? Didn't look any of, them, any of the other ones up. No, I don't have a list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know for a fact that you never went with your family to the LVH. Did you go with your family to Atlantic City? Boom, segwayed. Nice nice segue. You need to retake over the hosting duties. I that was some s- serious me. laboring <laughs> to get there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess the main piece of information for this episode is going to be my trip report. I went to Atlantic City this last weekend, Friday and Saturday, with my family. I ended up... Yeah, I think we talked about this before, but I ended up booking a room for myself in Hard Rock, and my mom also booked a room for herself in Hard Rock, because she's also Diamond, so could do that without too many problems. And then I ended up using uh, Hyatt Points, or actually all of my rewards, to book Ocean for one night for my in-laws. So I guess we can just do this chronologically. I got there, we, we got there at around 1 o'clock on Friday, 
and my mom had already been there for a little while but at that point and she mentioned that she was able to check in early no problem at the hard rock so i also tried to check in and it also went smoothly for me the one thing that happened is my mom mentioned that she got upgraded to a suite without asking and they just offered it to her so i figured i would ask to see if they had anything available because with two children in tow it would be much more convenient to have the crib in a different room yes of course the two of us and our older son were in just so they don't wake each other up all night but they said they had nothing available for me but it later came out my mom's like yeah like this host reached out from hard rock too and so they must have looked up their play uh yeah uh like sure. from Caesars or whatever, which is a thing that they can do. So, and I probably mean, also looked at my play and are like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I mean, to be fair, a host reached out to me when I booked with my diamond tier match. Oh, did they? I so I'm the only one that's never had a host reach out to them. Yeah, but I didn't get upgraded to any suite. Mm-hmm. Did the kids wake each other up the whole time? Um, uh, there was a bit of that the first night. I think the second night was a bit more peaceful, but. It, it was fine. They they honestly slept pretty good. I'm I'm quite lucky. I can't complain. My kids are both excellent sleepers. So, and always have been essentially. Um. So yeah. Anyway, we checked in early at around one. There was no problem. It's not like Caesars where you have to pay some fee or whatever. Although I guess I'm rock royalty, so even if there was a fee, they wouldn't charge it to me most likely. But uh, Yep, we got in early. I walked over to Ocean after that and checked in my in-laws, and that was no problem as well. There were no lines in Ocean, to the surprise of no one. Although, rumor has it it was supposedly sold out all weekend, right, Greg? Yeah, because they were offering free rooms to the uh, Hurricane Florence evacuees. So if you were in an affected area in North Carolina, South Carolina, or the southern tip of Virginia, you could go just book a free room. And they sold out of those pretty quick. Uh, Right. But, I mean, you say no line at Ocean, but uh, in the Everything AC group, it, I feel like every week there's a post about, like, oh, my goodness, the line at Ocean to check in is so long on uh, on Saturday afternoon. So uh, it's not that uncommon that there's a crazy long line, but I don't know if that's just that they need to be more efficient. Well, or I will or say at, like, one thirty or so on Friday, there was zero people actually in Ocean period so (laughs) ouch Uh, yeah so this was this was the same weekend as the evacuees thing yeah well uh i think one of the press of ac reporters i think it might have been david dances was there and he was posting pictures saying like hey no nobody's in line (laughs) and they and i think they had a dedicated line also for the uh, yes there was a specific line i saw it when i checked it that's like hurricane florence evacuees this way yeah so yeah, and he was but, like, he was. I think it was him tweeting like, hey. believe me, every time I walked through Ocean, there was nobody there. So, which I guess that's something we could talk about later, or next episode, or whatever. But uh, so, yeah, what did you, you anyway, do? It did not in? appear to be sold out today. Uh. Uh, anyway, so we got there. Uh, my younger son went down for a nap. My wife stayed with him. Uh, kind of the in-laws of my parents and myself, and my older son walked the boards we just walked down to the playground i guess and just walked through there didn't do anything and then headed back up towards uh hard rock and my younger son had woken up at that point and we met at a land shark mm. right outside the resorts to get dinner that night and mm. i have to say uh, land shark gets the official do for a win avoid stamp so <laughs> It was A, reasonably expensive, especially expensive for what it was, and B, not very good. So so what did you have at Landshark? Do you even remember? I had the fish tacos, and they were horrible. And horrible. there was actually no fish. It was like a taco shell like you would buy at the supermarket with lettuce in it, more or less. What? I don't even understand. Like there was no fish. Why not? Because they're cheap. But how is that a fish taco? I, I mean, there was like fish, <laughs> but was it, it was like the f- smallest portions of fish. Was know? it like a fish salad? Was it even like a piece of like... It was like the smallest piece of fried fish with like a little bit of whatever sauce and mm. a lot of lettuce. Disappointing. It lettuce was 
pretty terrible. That kind of fits with my experience. I mean, I just got like chicken tenders and fries or something. And I think what I told you was it tasted like something you'd expect to get at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore in like 1989, back before stadiums became foodie places where right. you, <laughs> you know get like crab cakes and and fancy barbecue and stuff like that yeah so have you have you been across the boardwalk to the Mar- margaritaville no i mean i'm assuming it's more of the same it's both jimmy buffett branded yeah. stuff so i've been to the margaritaville in vegas and i thought that was fine so i wonder if we would have just had a better experience if we'd gone to the other side of the boardwalk instead yeah, I mean, I feel like Landshark is really selling the out-over-the-beach location, yeah. especially if you can sit outside. Like, that's definitely what they're and going for. And Friday definitely crowded. was not the nicest weather in the world. Yeah. So, Yeah, I was at the beach in Point Pleasant, and it was just a complete rain out. We actually came home a night early because uh-huh. it was just rain constantly and windy. Mm-hmm. We went out to the beach for, like, 15 minutes, and we were just like, this sucks. Let's go back inside. <laughs> uh, so, Landshark so gets anyway, a big no. we... we- we ate our disappointing dinner and then headed right next door to the steel pier and uh, six of us rode the low roller. So how was that? Expensive. Expensive? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so my two kids were free because they're, it's three, it's two and under are free and okay. I have a two-year-old and a almost one-year-old. It's an almost three-year-old and an almost one-year-old, but he was technically two. And it was still 50-something dollars for just four adults. I don't know. It struck me as expensive. Do you think that's reasonable? I mean, how long was the ride? Uh, I don't know. They said 15 minutes. I think it was probably closer to 10. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Especially like after Labor Day. I feel like they need some like peak pricing and some off-peak pricing. Yeah. So I think they have it. So it's usually $15 a person, but... If you buy three tickets, it's like 31 or something, uh, and then okay. 15 for the fourth, and then it's like some ridiculous 20% taxes on top of that. It's yeah. like the same taxes as the hotel tax, like the tourism and entertainment tax or whatever. It doesn't strike me as like so terrible, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, was it, the novelty of it worth it? It wasn't so terrible, but it was fine. My experience on the low roller was fine. It was couldn't really see too much that night. Oh, so yeah. that doesn't help. You know, but the booth was nice. My my kids liked it. Well, so that's, that's a we got we got everything out of it that we were looking for. Um, and basically, when that was done, it was essentially bedtime. So we went back, and that night I ended up staying with my kids for most of the night while they slept, and my wife went down and hung out with her parents because her parents were only staying the first night. Mm. Did she do a bunch of gambling? Did she go crazy she at the craps tables? She did a bunch tables? of gambling. Uh, the gambling was pretty even for actually everyone there, I think. Except oh, for nice. my mother, who hit a jackpot oh, within sweet. five minutes of getting there. And <laughs> won 7000 and some dollars at a slot machine. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a big hand pay. So, so did she treat everyone to the high roller? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I'm sorry. no. The low roller. Yes. So, anyway, uh, Saturday morning... Uh, we got up and it was actually completely beautiful out. It was really a total 180. Saturday was just perfect. Wow! No, the weather it could it could not have been nicer on Saturday. That's so amazing. we went to Gilchrist's, the Tropicana one or the Gardner's the, Basin one. The Gardner's Basin one. So we did that for breakfast. We were the last booth on kind of the pier there. So that was amazing. Food amazing, of course. Uh, as long as you don't get the turkey sausage or, or the, <laughs> the the hash browns, uh, home fries, I guess. Had had the family had Gilchrist before? Was this their indoctrination? No, I, I don't think anyone had had Gilchrist there except for me. Did they rave about it as well? Everybody, I think that that was the clear winner of all of our dining and everything we did this weekend. I think everyone was blown away. Nice, yeah. It it definitely helped that we were the last table on the pier, so you were right on top of the water. Yeah. But the food is very good. The food is is amazing. So we had Gilchrist, and then we went to the aquarium afterwards, which uh, I will say the aquarium is quite small, but 
pretty nice actually like they've got a lot of stuff to do and see in that small space and there's a whole kinds of stuff you can actually like fish you can touch and and things like that so urban had a good time my understanding is very small child centric like under yeah 10 my my older son had the time of his life basically like he was the perfect age for it so uh definitely worth doing and then so we left the aquarium and just walked over to kind of the little it's not even a beach there but like the docks area of Gardner's Basin there's some like old concrete I don't know something that was there that is broken and it's kind of like this concrete beach now and we walked around on that for a little bit and my son ran around but then we went back to the hard rock and just went to the pool for a little bit in it um it was nice it was a little chillier than i would have thought it would have been for an indoor pool but <laughs> like it was the water a, yeah the water was uh-huh. it was not especially crowded and yeah, it was nice it was a, a pool that wasn't crowded so that was exactly what we were looking for just did that for a little bit uh and it was nap time for my kids, so I again stayed in the room with the children while my wife hung out with her parents before they left. So was that your first Atlantic City pool experience? It was the first time I've been to a <laughs> pool in Atlantic City, yes. Yeah, I've never been to one, I don't think. And I've never, I don't think I've ever stepped foot on the beach of Atlantic City. You haven't even like walked out like over the dunes to just walk out? I don't think so. That's unreal. <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, I think we go to Atlantic City for different reasons usually. That's but. true. But I think even my first trip, I at least like walked up that thing and stood up there and looked out at the ocean. Also, my, my older son does not especially like the beach. Uh, and then my younger son just legitimately eats sand the entire time nice. he's on the beach. He just That's will it. scoop it up and eat it. <laughs> and so he's like banned from the beach, basically. <laughs> good. It's sounds, not great. Sounds good. It's not, not a good situation. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat that sand. That's not good. No. I mean, no, like... I, I wouldn't eat any sand. I don't understand how his infant brain derives pleasure. Like, eating sand cannot be a pleasurable experience, but he loves yeah. it. I mean, you get it in your mouth. Like, every once in a while, you'll be at the beach, and someone will, like, blow in your mouth. Like, even just, like, a couple grains, right? And, and it's chew, terrible. It's, like, it's, all like, gritty and, around yeah, it's, teeth oh, and... it's horrible. What a horrible feeling. He, he loves it. He just cannot yeah. get enough. Next, he's going to be, you're going to go into your kitchen. He's going to have the foil out and just be like chomping on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, we did the pool. Then we, we did a nap. And then af- after they woke up a couple hours later, uh, we went down to Harry's for dinner. Oh, nice. And it was very good as always. Though I know that we've had experiences there where it, longer than it should have and it was that way again it took a long time yeah, it always feels like they have i don't know like two less waiters than they should have <laughs> right they had two or three less waiters than they should have and like two or three less cooks as well yeah, i mean probably. the big thing was it took forever for our food to come out uh, so is that a big downer or was the food still good enough to make the food was good it? the food the food was good and at least we always whenever we go we always always order the kids meals and tell them just to bring that out when that's ready so at least the kids were eating because if the kids weren't eating that whole time that would have been a large problem yeah but uh hey, yeah harris was good it's it's always a really tasty and fairly inexpensive place to eat far far better than land shark <laughs> <laughs> yes and then we went back to the Steel Pier after that and bought some tickets. And my older son did some of the rides. Actually, my younger son did one or two as well. Uh, they're just the normal boardwalk rides. There actually is not very many. If you compare it to something like Ocean City, Maryland, it's it's way fewer rides for kids than Ocean City or even for adults, honestly. So are the rides reasonably priced? I always feel like the ticket deal is a huge ripoff because you're at, like, if you look at what you're actually paying, you end up paying like, you know, four bucks for a ride. (laughs) Yeah. It's like most of the rides that my son was doing were three tickets and they were basically a dollar a ticket. So it's like three bucks for each ride. Sounds about right. And of course I bought way, way too many. So I have a lot of steer still pure tickets still. Are they actual physical tickets? 
Yeah, tickets. Yeah. It's not like the Jolly Roger. It's not like a card. Yeah, so the Point Pleasant also, Jenkinson's is a card. The cool thing right. is it's a card that works at the Rides Pier and several of the arcades. Uh-huh. So we did a bunch of rides and then we ended up, you know, in all the arcades trying to win a bunch of tickets. Yeah, there's so there's two different rides things right next to each other in Ocean City. There's the Jolly Roger, and then there's like Trimpers, and Jolly Roger is all card based, and the the Trimpers is ticket based still. So anyway, so we did that, and then uh, my younger son had to go up and go to sleep because he was melting. <laughs> uh, so just me and my mom, my in laws had long since left by then so it was just me and my mom and my older son out there and we're like what do you want to do buddy you can do one more ride and he's like i want to go on the ferris wheel so we paid again to do the low roller <laughs> at this time my mother did pay so her nice. seven thousand dollars some of that at least went to the low roller nice yeah you can't expect her to pay twice that's ridiculous yeah. uh so and it was much much nicer the second time yeah, because you could actually see stuff, and it was later in the evening, so it was darker. So cool. So would you recommend, like, say I'm going? Okay, so say Andrew and I go in October. Should we go? Mm-hmm. On, should we go on the lower roller? Probably not. Oh, really? That's disappointing. If Vivian goes, you should go on the lower roller. Yeah, she would like it. She loves those rides, by the way. Like, she yeah. would just have a blast. Then, yeah. So does Isaac. Um. Yeah, good to know. So, it, was that was that the end of your night? Did you get in any gambling? Oh, so then I, I went in and I, I managed to play a little bit the night before because my mother-in-law came up at, at some point and relieved me after the kids were sleeping. And I, I went down and played a little bit of pie poker. And then in the so Saturday night, I went Asia down room. and played, played tiles and, and poker again. Yeah, all age room, I didn't really do anything else. So this is all at Hard Rock, no, uh, no yeah, Ocean? Only, only Hard Rock. I mean, Ocean, I didn't... They don't even know that I existed, which is better. Yes, of course. Because I booked with high points, so... And presumably they could, like, try to match the names together, but they probably don't do that. I mean, I guess they don't have their act together enough to do that. Caesars yeah. might. I would not be surprised if Caesars did. Uh, so, didn't gamble a ton? Didn't gamble a ton. I'm up to 32 comp dollars now at hard rock so well, that more than doubled what you got yeah i added like 20 more bucks or 30 30 20 more bucks to it yeah it was like 12 and now it's 32 yeah that's a decent amount it's also two nights yeah it was two nights yeah and that was so. the only place i gambled and i mean i was just because i wasn't doing it a bunch i was doing higher bets than usual at the tiles and the poker and it was i was doing 40 dollars a hand instead of 20 so so did you, you said you mostly were pretty even? I was even, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I was even. I think my wife was maybe up a little bit. I think everyone was like essentially even except my mom won a huge jackpot in slots. So. I mean, that's good. Good for the family trip. I feel like that always happens. Like the Probably mostly because you just gamble less. But when you have family there, it seems like it goes better than when it's just a gambling trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think the fact that I only played Asia games probably helped as well. That's true. Uh, so Sunday morning we just woke up. We I was actually like, eh, free buffets. Let's maybe we can just go to the buffet before we leave in the morning. But apparently the Hard Rock buffet only is lunch and dinner. What? So, well, that's good to know because I had that on my list with the free buffet coupons for my potential trip as a as a breakfast option. But if nope. that, oh, that sucks. Only lunch and dinner. So instead we walked good. next door to the Double D at Resorts. Oh, the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. That's, you know. Because my son loves him a donut. Of course. I mean, how could you not? Did he get the toasted <laughs> coconut? He, uh, he likes the strawberry uh, sprinkles or whatever. Like the pink sprinkles. Yeah. Donut is his favorite. That was my donut of choice, of choice as a small child. <laughs> it's incredibly sweet with the strawberry, yeah, strawberry frosting. So good. That's what they like. So anyway, we just ate Dunkin' Donuts and then... Headed out, and here we are. So thoughts um, on family, oh, oh. Bringing, bringing the kids? It was great. It was a awesome trip. It went way better than I thought it would, honestly. I was a little worried that 
you know, maybe we wouldn't have enough to do or we we're going to have problems just with the noise, let's say, in the hotel or the kids keep waking up. But it, it wasn't bad at all. Um, it went well. You know, the, the pool was nice. So it's definitely something that we're going to be doing again. So it seems like, I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff for them to do, which is good. You know, you said mm-hmm. you did steel pier. Obviously, when kids take naps, that eats up part of the day. So it's not like you yeah, have that, to fill. Yeah, and especially when you're like on vacation and they're like extra tired. Right. It was like the nap on Saturday was like two and a half hours. Or something. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a lengthy nap. Uh, so it doesn't seem like you had any trouble figuring out stuff to do. But then how was like, like, did you ever feel like you were someplace kids shouldn't be or did it feel totally like you know no it was fine because yeah. i know there's some there's certainly a school of thought that's like hey don't bring your kids to the casino oh man so isaac my older son every time he walked through the casino i think his brain exploded basically because i mean i can't imagine what walking by a bank of slot machines is like to a two-year-old but I mean, I'm 34 and I still get that experience. So, right. I, yeah, I really can't imagine what a two-year-old must think when they... Yeah, a few times he's like, I want to sit there. Oh, my goodness. No. I Yeah, oh, man. I would have to say at Ocean if, if I brought Vivian because I would not be able to get her to not sit at a slot machine and bang on the buttons. It would be impossible. It would be absolutely uh-huh. impossible. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I could I definitely understand that. I mean, luckily, he's, like, reasonably well-behaved usually. So, usually. Um. No, it was good. It was a really fun time. And if anyone out there listening is on the fence of whether or not they should take their family to Atlantic City, I, I highly recommend it. And just to about what you said, if I was worried about any of the situations we were in or like if you thought it was weird that we were there. I, I mean, I don't think so, but I suspect that there's other people that have different, I don't know, feelings, risk tolerances, like parenting styles than me that might feel very differently but we're pretty laid back so yeah I mean, I, all good. and honestly to those people i would definitely say look into ocean um because you can go down i mean you can't go straight to the casino floor from, that's, the, that's <laughs> from true. the hotel so you can't so you can just avoid it like you could bring yeah. your kids to ocean and, and they could never see the, the yeah. casino machines i mean obviously you the other option can't do be, that at hard rock um, and then obviously the other option would be showboat, which doesn't mm-hmm. have a casino, but uh, I would not take kids to showboat just because it would scar them for life. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I haven't stayed there since it is in its current iteration, but my impression is that it's the like party hotel. That's where like all the club kids come down and stay. Yeah. So I, we talked about that interview on the no vacancy yeah. podcast. And, and one of the things the general manager was saying is that they get, a big overrun from club people going to right. like neighboring casinos and stuff. So yeah, I, that's probably I personally not, would not a... stay at the showboat with, with my family, at least not the first time. If I stayed there once myself and that was okay, then I'd consider it. But uh, another option would be Havana tower and Tropicana. Cause you're so far away from the casino. <laughs> you could do that. I think that would be reasonable. And there is a um, lot of stuff at Tropicana. I mean, you can even honestly like do, do West Tower, except it's not nice at all. Right, right. Havana <laughs> Tower is nice and far away. So you could do yeah. all the quarter stuff. They've got, uh, you know, shows and they've got a bunch of non-gambling entertainment. So IMAX theater yeah. and stuff. So that, actually, I mean, that it, would not be a bad option either. It wasn't a – walking through the casino wasn't a problem at all. So Yeah, I'm sure there's just some people who were like, eh, not feeling you. Well, like I wouldn't want to deal with ha- having to like basically being required to walk my kid past all the machines every time, just cause I feel like she'd go nuts mm-hmm. and run through it and try to press people's <laughs> buttons, both in terms of their like psychological buttons of being annoyed that there's a kid running through the casino, but also their actual slot machine buttons. Huh. Uh, so we, one, one funny thing is we were at, we played at the arcades a bunch um, and she wanted to play all the junky, like shoot the ball, like drop a ball into this th- whole tiny jackpot hole and win a bunch of tickets or like push the coins off the thing and win a bunch of tickets, uh, which is all just like gateway to gambling. Right. And then, yep. and then, and I, that, all that I was fine with, like I did all that stuff as a kid. Um, but then she sat down at one of the like video poker machines and she's like, I want to play this. And I was like, this is where I draw the line. Like, I'm not going to have you play. I mean, for one thing, like you're going to be bored out of your mind playing this card game, which I told her, like, you're going to find this boring, which just hurt my soul to say that you're not going to, someone's not going to like Jaxer better. But, you know, my, my three-year-old is not going to like Jaxer better. 
slots. There was an option for slots, which she probably would have loved. But like, I just don't want my kid playing slots. There is a line <laughs> I draw somewhere, uh, and apparently that's it. It's also that's... like the most expensive way to get tickets at those stupid things. Yeah. Because um, like every other game is like fifty cents, and then video poker costs five credits a hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 250 or something crazy for like just to win tickets to not even win actual money yeah may as well uh, do that in the uh caesar asylum at room right i know yeah so i, I was looking at it, i was like i wouldn't play this at the casino <laughs> anyways uh so wanna, that, that was my non-ac trip yeah do you want to talk about your offers there getting an ac oh sure so I, I my last sort of where i left off with hard rock was i got a mailer i got a mailer saying two nights a week through I can't remember if it was September or October. Um, I think it was through October. And then I got an email saying, like, join us two nights a week through October, Monday or Tuesday. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Well, I guess that's clarifying the two nights a week. So I since got an email that said two nights a week with no clarification and then gave me links for each separate week. And so in October, I think, um, and so you clicked on any one of them. No, it was the rest of September. It was like the last three weeks of September. So you clicked on any of them, and it would take you to the entire week and show you which ones you got comped. And so I'm getting six nights a week, and I just can't get Saturday. And Saturday is like $239. So like six nights a week, that's about as good as I probably could really expect. So that's not too bad. Um, obviously, it's sort of the Tropicana model if you get Tropicana email offers where it's like you may be – are getting an offer for next week and maybe they're giving you like two or three weeks out, or at least that's what I get um, oh. in the email offers. You know, the mailers are, mm. are longer term. But. Trap usually it's, I have whole months at a time, but the one that I get all the time is resorts emails me every week and says like, Hey, because I usually get Sunday through Thursday at resorts, which I think is changing to Sunday through Friday in October. But Normally, so they, um, Sunday through Thursday, so I'm not, no Friday, no Saturday, but then every week they'll email me, especially now it's kind of started up in earnest again. And they're like, Hey, you can come stay this weekend if you want. So I, yeah, I used to get that from resorts back when I actually was in resorts, good graces, but, uh, Tropicana, what I get is usually the week before I get an email saying you can get whether it's Sunday through Thursday, Monday through Thursday, Sunday through Friday, like some, depending on how booked up they are for the next week, I'll get some. So I'm assuming that's just, you know, that I'm at a sort of class of player where they, you know, don't want to give me offers long-term. Like we'll, we'll keep our flexibility open until you're a week out. Um, mm -hmm. the, the big thing to me about this hard rock email is that it let me book online. So, I mean, I didn't, but I could have booked it online, which is a big addition for them uh, you know that puts them ahead of resorts and uh golden nuggets certainly where you have to call uh so that was cool so uh, so just for the listeners i checked my hard rock right before the show started and i went to the your offer section and it just had an error on it yeah i'm really surprised that you haven't gotten i mean i obviously let it give it a few weeks yeah, to I cycle through your latest mailers I, like i get nothing from them yeah i'm really surprised understand. you haven't gotten a mailer but i maybe your higher play at the in the Asia room will help because I do think going up from like 20 bucks to 40 probably makes a huge difference in how you're rated. Uh, I would say it would double it. I, yeah. I mean, I almost, but I almost wonder if it even sort of like, yes, it's obviously twice as much, but I wonder if they sort of the value to them is seen as even higher. If you're playing higher than a minimum, I feel like oh. there is, is a theory that like, if you sit at a, like you're better off playing $25 at a $15 blackjack table than $25 at a $25 blackjack table. I Have you heard it. that? No. no. I mean, it's possible that it's like that, but my suspicion would be that it doesn't matter in the system. If only we knew somebody who knew all the ins and outs of comps. <sighs> well, I don't know anyone like that. So, yeah. I've had to filter his name from our email because of all the yeah. hate, hate mail I get. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Can't Just even keep trash. up anymore. Yeah, if the word Eric is anywhere in the email, it goes to the deleted items. Yeah, so if anybody's Eric that's not Eric Rosenthal that's emailing me, I'm also not getting your emails, sorry. Uh, unless you're Eric with a K, then you're good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Erica, though, you might have some problems. Oh, yeah. I don't know no, if it just too, picks part of a word. Too bad for that. <laughs> uh, so, resorts, which we mentioned, I actually 
you know, I played there, what, maybe an hour and a half. I played some quarter slots and some Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, I'm now getting a mailer again from resorts, which uh, I was so happy about when they that came. I was like, See, yes. Craig, this is what happens when you go there and let them know you're alive. Yeah, I mean, I did a little more than let them know I was alive. Uh, I did, did earn, I think I earned four comp dollars, which, like, that's probably more than I've earned in a single day at resorts ever before. No, you let them know you were alive. That's what that counts for. Uh, so, they... If you earned four tier credits, then I would be impressed, but... So, $59 weeknights in October is what I got. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oof, that's a... That's terrible. But then it's said uh, November comp Monday through Thursday. Oh. Monday through Thursday. So four That's nights a week. That's very good. I mean, I'm never going to be able to use It's basically meaningless because I'll never be so, able to use any of those nights. But I know we've talked about this in the past, but I'm now consistently getting mailers every month from Golden Nugget with $59 weeknights. Are you so excited to take them up on that? I am not. So do but you just I- call them up and say, if I pay... $69 a night, will you give me extra wet dog smell? <laughs> like, can you just pump it straight into the room? I actually think if we go again, I think I might sort of want to do a marina trip because it's been a while since we've stayed out there. Yeah, we've done very little marina lately. Yeah. And I know that, you know, I've mentioned that I want to stay at Porgata again before the end of the year. And I haven't, I don't think anyone stayed at Harrah's in a really long time, right? No, I've, I'm so off Harrah's. I would I would be interested in staying. I think the last time we stayed at Harrah's may have been immediately preceding episode one. No, that's definitely not true. Didn't we stay there when I had my Pygao tiles? They took they came 20 minutes later to take uh, my bed did, away. Did, were we staying there that night? Uh, maybe not. Did you? Well, we stayed there when right before you had your first kid. Oh, uh, and we were I podcasting. Sta- I stayed in Harrah's that night. You were in Borgata, I think, with Paul. The night that I, is that right? That the night that I got, yeah, my, my bet taken back. Yes, that night I was at Borgata. That's right. But yeah, but I think it was like very very early in the podcast we stayed at Harris. Anyways, yeah. it was right before episode one because episode one had a trip report at Harris. So I've never stayed at Golden Nugget. I would be interested in doing that at some point just because I've never done it. I think it's the only cas- dollar weeknights casino I haven't stayed at. Um, but yeah, I mean for that price, it just seems really hard to imagine i would choose that and then borgata I, I do sort of especially since staying at the two newer casinos i feel like i need a refresher to be like hey this place is still really great which i'm sure if i went and stayed there again i would be like oh yeah this place is amazing like there are basically three great casinos in ac now so i, I uh, think the the battle for best in class this year will be very interesting it will be uh but that's something to talk about we have in four months time correct and then to never post about it that's right never post the list it is only for listeners of the podcast so other podcasts have patreon we have like listener exclusive it's information you can only get by listening because it's not posted anywhere did we not post last year at all no i didn't do it because it was right before my second kid was born and there was just never a time where i was like let me sit down and type all this out because the previous years took forever I guess I could have just posted a list. The time is now, Craig. Ah, uh, geez. Anyways. Oh, so I had this thought. Well, let me ask you this first. After another stay at Hard Rock, how do you feel about Hard Rock? Still love it? it yeah, I, th- I think it's really fantastic. This is wasn't another stay for me. This was my first oh, right. stay. Oh, so w- which tower were you in? I was in the South Tower, so the Old Tower. Okay, so same one I was in. But the more renovated tower as well, I think. So you and the room was nice, same as my room. The room was very nice. Cool. And I got to see the suite that they put my mom in, and that was nice. And I got to see the 47th floor room that I got for my in-laws in Ocean, and that was very nice. So I think in terms of room product, I do think Ocean is probably the best. Yeah. It's very tempting because I do wonder how much they're going to be generous to players uh, especially in the off season, so yeah, it's tempting to just go there and be like, I'm just gonna play a bunch of video poker and slots there and see what <sighs> happens. <laughs> gonna build your comps up before they shut down again. Uh boy, I really hope that's not what happens. Uh, uh, I, for the record, I do not think that's what's gonna happen. So, yeah, maybe we can talk more about that next episode with the data. Yeah, I, th- I think we are gonna try to. We we do want to talk a bunch about the August results which came out, but 
I think we decided before this episode started it was going to be a little long for this episode, so we're going to get to that in episode 82. So we're not done yet, so you can't turn off your radio yet quite yet, but we will end on a cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, so I'll just close off with one last thought about the players club stuff is I, I got that six night a week offer at hard rock and I was like, well, that's the best I'm going to get anywhere. So that's, that's great. Except then I was thinking about it. I was like, well, but them and, and Tropicana and resorts, like they all sort of send you your offer that they say, you know, Monday through Thursday, October or whatever, or November. And then it's not going to get any better than that. Right. Like you're not going to call and be like, Hey, maybe Friday. And they're going to be like, no, you have four comp dollars. Get out of here. So, that's one big advantage Resorts for me. Resorts does do that for me every week. Right. They do send you that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But like total rewards, like may, there's, the pricing is so dynamic, right? Like it can change multiple times within a day. So, you know, you may go on and be like, oh, well, I'm getting six nights a week now, but, you know, if I wait the week of and I know it's Let a Let me open slow, up Firefox just... and I can get all seven. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think they fix that. But, uh, <laughs> You know, certainly if you're going off season, you know, like I said, I used to go for my anniversary several years in a row, and basically it was like a lock that if I waited, it would, it would happen. So, yeah, I mean, I know that's what we've traditionally done, is or at least me especially. Whenever we go with our friends, they'd all be nervous about getting their hotel rooms in time, and I always was just like, I'm just going to book like three days before because it's going to be free then. So we just have a little bit of news that we want to blow through really quickly, or so I hope. So first, uh, at Tropicana, El Dorado Resorts got a temporary approval from the Casino Control Commission, which is, as you know, Craig, right next to the Piccadilly. <laughs> yes. To <laughs> take over the ownership of Trop from Carl Icahn. Um is there much to say about this? I mean, we knew that this was, well, we didn't know that this was going to happen, but certainly it was expected to go through when they put in their bid and sold it or yeah. bought it from Icon. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, that El Dorado has sort of said they're going to strip down the, the comp offers. So we'll see if that actually ends up happening soon. Um, it, El Dorado Resorts, company based in Reno. This is a, $1.85 billion acquisition of Tropicana Entertainment. So it's not just Tropicana in Atlantic City. It's seven casinos. That does not include Tropicana Las Vegas. It's like, I forget what all the casinos are. No, I didn't do my research on this, but they still need a full casino license. They're still waiting to get that approval. Uh, and I'm assuming once that happens, they'll be like fully running the joint. Yep. And cutting comps as promised. Yeah. That's why you got to get your hard rock comps. I, I do have to say that, especially with the current climate in AC, and especially given how well Tropicana has been doing, I can't imagine cutting comps as a good idea. Yeah, I mean, they're filling the like place. People are looking like for a reason to switch casinos anyway, with the two new casinos that are open. and Like, Trop has been the real success story of the last few years. Yeah, changing the model does like, not why, seem... Like, why poke the bear? Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. But what do I know? Less than El Dorado Resorts of Reno, Nevada. (laughs) That is certainly true. Uh, So we also got some info on Tropicana Sportsbook, which is the last holdout, the one that we didn't hear much about, um, which is that they are also going to be a William Hill Sportsbook. Are you excited Uh, that you can use your player's card at another casino? I mean, it seems there's just absolutely no benefit to it. (laughs) Uh the good thing is it seems like uh, they William Hill tends to have the best lines of any of the New Jersey sports books, so that's good, although I think the downside is generally like less competition's rarely a good thing for the consumer right like having fewer different entities running the sports book is probably not the best thing for you in the long run. Um, I'll link to an article about it from Grant Lucas in play NJ, on playnj.com uh, that talks about this whole thing and, and how they were kind of the last holdout. Presumably this means that they will be able to get their online presence up very quickly. Although I'm not sure how they'll separate out profits on whatever the standard William Hill app is between ocean. And yeah. I'm assuming they've had that deal like long since worked out with ocean and Tropicana, but who knows? Yeah. I'm sure that there's some way to do it. I don't know if you can select a casino or if it's two different apps for 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a million ways they could do it. So, Well, speaking of sportsbooks, I'll just recommend uh, Vegas Confessions episode 25 if you need a longer intro into your sports betting options. Uh, Kelly and Eric did a really good job of breaking down, especially football bets. Um, one thing that for some reason I never think about this is just doing a parlay. Like I always just bet on one game and then sort of follow really? the game. But it's probably – be, like, it's way more fun to be like, okay, give me three games. And I'll yeah. have a chance to make some real money. <laughs> so I used to bet somewhat often using offshore, online, whatever, like internet sites. Perfectly legal. Yeah. On the up and up. It was legit. But uh, yeah, like basically the only thing I did or the thing I did the most by far was parlay. So Yeah, I don't know why I never think about it. It's very odd. You know, you just like, yeah, I'm going to do like the 16 parlay. It's going to be awesome. And then the first team loses. And you're like, well, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's episode 25 of Vegas Confessions. Um, I would recommend it. It's like somewhere yep. about halfway through the episode. They start talking about it. I think it was towards the end, but I don't remember. Uh, so I think the last piece of news that we want to talk about today is that there was a state audit of CRDA and, oh boy, it was not good. It did not reflect well on the CRDA. So do you want to talk a, a bit about what came out? Yeah, so that's the Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, which is supposed to be this independent state, uh, state whatever run organization, right, uh, that takes basically payments from the casino that are supposed to then get turned into helping uh, the city as a whole get better, which, you know, once you hear that mission statement, you probably yeah. already have an idea of their success. <laughs> I mean, they were successful at eminent domaining a lot of property and then not paying any property tax on it. Yeah. So they've like land banked a bunch of stuff. They've <laughs> given some money to existing casinos to, you know, do general improvements on those casinos they right, haven't, to like haven't make done the casinos look better yeah a whole lot to actually improve the neighborhoods and stuff like that um you know route 40 i think has done a ton of reporting on this but so basically this um this audit concluded that they failed to monitor costs and contracts specifically relating to miss america and that includes what we talked about a couple of years ago which was when they renewed the miss america pageant uh, with Dick Clark Productions, there was this deal that they were going to also have a presence in Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve, which is national broadcast television. So supposedly it would give some good exposure to Atlantic City. And then and it just fell through. And they were like, maybe next year. And then like you just never heard about it again. And so what this audit found was they just couldn't find any record that the CRDA ever attempted to book an act or ever attempted to like reach out and even to Dick Clark and be like, hey – Let's actually make sure this happens. Like, it seems like there's just no record of that at all, which is kind of disheartening and, and frustrating. Um, so then the follow-up to that, I'll look, link to an Amy Kuparinsky article on NJ.com. The follow-up is a David Danza's article in Press of Atlantic City where he talks to a bunch of city elected officials and state uh, assembly and, and Senate, I think, elected officials who were basically like, yeah, this is really disappointing, uh, clearly this is not what the CRDA should be doing, but we're not going to change anything. Like we're not going <laughs> to overhaul anything or like basically right. sort of saying like, well, now Frank Gilliam, the mayor of AC is, has an automatic position. So like that's some change. They have recently overhauled the board a little bit, but uh, kind of weird that there's like, doesn't seem to be much accountability here. Um, so yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, so I guess a couple things on the CRDA it's, been a boondoggle for as long as we've been following atlantic city i think and you know a lot of times people will complain especially in the facebook group it, i remember it used to happen quite a bit and they're like you know the corrupt city has ruined atlantic city like listen to all this like horrible things they did and like everything they named was crda stuff which is a state board more or less or it's a board that was put together by the state it does have some city people on it and you know one of the articles i think one of the best articles i've read about the crda was a couple years ago before we even knew them uh bill sprouse put out a, a long form article about 
a CRDA meeting, which I probably should try to find and send to Craig so he can link it up. But it just, I mean, it, it did not reflect well on the CRDA at all. And it, it showed them as being completely disorganized and just no one had any idea of what they wanted to do. And it was just a really, really fantastic piece of journalism by our friends at, at Route 40. I mean, I think it's still like one of my favorite articles or probably my favorite article I've ever read about Atlantic City. Was was this the one about the zoning overlap and how somebody yes. wanted to do? Yes. So that's an excellent article. I agree completely. I actually just went back and reread it maybe three or four weeks ago uh-huh. <laughs> because, because I wanted to sort of brush up on the CRDA stuff. And, and the weird thing about it is that it's like there's these overlapping, um, I forget what they call them, basically like distance that you have to be from from other properties that makes right. certain properties completely useless. <laughs> so you can't be like, can't build anything on them. I mean, I think just the thing that I got, I got from that article and it's, it, I did not go back and reread it recently. So it's a couple years old for me now. So I, I don't even know how accurate this is going to be, but my impression now, as I think back on it is just that I, th- I believe the impression I got is like, wow, nobody on this board has any idea of what they're doing. And I think even like in the meetings, they're just like, didn't know what was going on at all yeah so there was sort of talk back and forth about like what the land is expected to be whether it's you know these super mega resorts or like if you could actually allow these smaller developments and that kind of stuff and there were these sort of hypothetical arguments back and forth and then but nobody had any real answers and nobody really even seemed interested in in coming to real conclusions and they just so were so quick to punt it down the road uh i'll try to find that article and, and link to it because it is really excellent and kind of sheds some light on what goes on there and maybe why things don't get done that you would think are no-brainers or why you know thing it's much harder to make things happen than it seems like it should be so crda is a mess i don't know if that's really new news to us but it was it was just really ridiculous to see that they're not even you know, they weren't even trying to do the basic function of their job and, you know, fulfill, make sure that this contract that they signed that they paid a bunch of money for even got like had any reasonable chance to get fulfilled. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, all right. We, we need well, to, we need a. can you wake up Isaac and get him to come talk about his impressions of Atlantic City? We need a more <laughs> positive vibe to end the show, Kyle. I'd rather not. <laughs> I think he's doing just fine sleeping mm-hmm. right now. It's no fun. So I want to uh, thank all of you guys, the listeners, for listening to us. Uh, if you want to reach out to us or talk to any of our other listeners, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can find all of our great content except for the best of 2017 at do for if you want to get that, you have to listen to the uh, podcast, which you can do at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio. And who knows, maybe even that episode's on YouTube, but all future episodes won't be. Uh, you can reach out to Craig on Twitter at DoForAWin or send him emails at DoForAWin at gmail.com. Any last words, man? No, just uh, a positive note. Awesome that you had a great family trip in AC and maybe something yeah. I'll keep in mind for next year. You need to do it next year. Like next week, man. <laughs> I do need a makeup because my, my beach trip was such a bust, right? Like I feel like it was a huge failure. We were in a tiny 200-something square foot room trying to get two kids to go to sleep at the same time. Uh, left a day early. The weather was horrible. Clearly the only way to make up for that is to take them to a 47th floor suite at the Ocean Resort Casino in Atlantic City. Yeah, man. 12,000 ultimate rewards. That's all it takes. But anyway, the family trip was was awesome, and I highly recommend any of our listeners who have kids to, to do it. Yeah, cool. Free play, free play. Panini grill giveaway. That's what I need. Oh yeah, you usually probably don't get a lot of like the like stuff that casinos give away, do you? No, very rare. Oh, yeah, it's like AC. It's nonstop for me. Trop resorts, all the CET properties are like, come get a tier credit and get like some random piece of shit that no person should ever want in their house.